Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for April 5th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, found in the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution, the United States of America. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Man, we got a barn burner broadcast today. Two hours yesterday, two hours today, virtually the same topic with so many twists and turns, it'll make your head spin. But who better to put it on the kitchen table than us? The Liberty Roundtable team. It's not just me. It's all kinds of people. It's Sheriff Richard Mack. It's Sam Bushman. It's James Edwards. It's the whole crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. And man, let's just get started. Yesterday, TV simulcast with radio. The Sheriff Mack show on Brighty on TV. The Liberty Roundtable live radio program on Brighty on radio on Liberty News Radio, and of course on our nationally syndicated radio network, the Loving Liberty Radio Networks. So man, we're all over the place, around the world on the internet, and a whole lot more, not to mention traditional AM and FM radio stations. Uh, But look, here's the deal. There's been an outright abusive, hostile, dishonest, satanic attack on Sheriff Richard Mack. We compare that with Bragg and with the Donald. Why? It's interesting how this is all going down at the same, same time. Why do I pick Donald? Well, can you even turn on the news without the Donald being in it right now? No. Got to talk about it. Uh, Why Richard Mack? Because the attacks are relentless. They're only in the tiny blogosphere at this point. The problem is the attacks are so dishonest, you got to push back, and eventually there'll probably be lawsuits against those folks who are making the false allegations. Then why brag? Because he's the other side of the aisle, right? He's the liberal George Soros-funded thug. Well, how does that all relate, you may ask? I'm going to tell you. First off, I'm the CEO of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA. Now, I don't even think the allegations against Richard have anything to do with the CSPOA at all. However, again, um, you know what? He's our founder, and so then, you know, they try to make blood splat on everyone they possibly can, right? And so, uh, you know what? If you know me and I know you and you know somebody and, man, it's your brother-in-law's sister's best friend's daughter, then, man, you're all linked and you're all guilty, right? Lies. But that's how the liberals play the game, and sadly, conservatives are too stupid to reject them out of hand. Sam Bushman, as the CEO of the CSPOA, I am providing a simple and clear explanation to the response as a response to the allegations and half-truths spreading online about Richard Mack. Uh, And if you go to the CSPOA.org website, you can see my simple press release there. But understand, it's important to understand these things have nothing to do. These allegations have nothing to do with the CSPOA at all. But I'm getting a gazillion calls and emails and everybody rioting for answers. Well, in America, ladies and gentlemen, understand we honor the traditions that a person is innocent until proven guilty. We also prize 
and honor due process of law and the opportunity to face our accusers. Those are fundamental realities. Please do not engage in speculative libel or slander against the sheriff. Wait for the legal system to discover the truth. Criminal allegations versus criminal charges explain an incredible article by Gabriel Quinnen that I referred to highlighting, look, allegations aren't even close to charges, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, we talked about that with Sheriff Mack yesterday on the Sheriff Mack show, and, and we broke it down, and Richard answered all the questions that you may need. He didn't steal any money at all. That's an absolute lie straight from the pit of hell. Second hour, though, I talked about that in relation to Donald Trump and Bragg both. Why? Because you need to understand how the indictment process works in the United States. Those who claim they filed criminal charges against Richard Mack lied to you. All they filed was a complaint. Okay? Listen to me. A complaint has nothing but allegations. Complaint allegations are nothing like criminal charges filed. To pretend they're similar, either as absolutely ignorant or satanically dishonest. Satanically, because it's beyond intentional dishonest. It's destroying organizations and people's lives if it continues. Now, allegations lead to investigations. I wanted to highlight that point because it's critical to understand. We are talking about a due process reality check here, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're talking about. All right? Understand this reality. Okay? These allegations are dead on arrival. D-O-A. Why? Because Richard walked into the police station after this supposed complaint was filed and talked to the cops and said, hey, man, I'm here. I hear there's allegations made against me. I'm here to give you the proof that it's all bogus. And so he gave them the proof. He gave them the account that he moved the money to. He explained why he moved the money. He gave all the details, and then he produced documentation showing he was the president and a board member of Frontline Doctors. Now, he delivered all those facts to the cops, and then he said to the cops, hey, are there charges filed against me? They said no. There's an allegation uh, or, or a few allegations in, in, in a um, complaint, that's all. And so Richard Mack said, then, well, you know, do you need to arrest me? And the cop laughed and said, what for? I mean, we're going to look into this, of course, we have to, but that's all there is to it. And so Richard said, well, you know, why don't you just take all this information then, where the money is so you know I didn't steal it, why I moved it where I moved it, and all the details related to who I am and what authority I had to do so. Um, there you go. The problem is the liars just continue to manipulate and lie. Okay, for example, they say that Richard's not the president of Frontline Doctors. They say that Richard uh, is not on the board. The problem is they don't have any proof of that. Oh, yes, yeah, Sam, Richard hung up on a phone call, and then they voted. And they voted him off, and then they voted a new board in, and then they resigned all in a row. My response is fine. But you can't have it that way, folks. If you want minutes for a 501c3, they've got to be documented and signed. Well, two out of the three board members have told me they haven't signed the document. In fact, Richard hasn't even seen the documents. So if I'm president of an organization and a board member, until I have evidence, proof that legally and lawfully and properly, all I's dotted and T's crossed, that I'm removed from the board appropriately through the uh, uh, you know legitimate protocol, etc. And until I have evidence that I'm not the president, I still am. Allegations don't cut it. He said, she said, insinuation doesn't cut it.
there's ways to go about these things. And that's really the bottom line. All right, ladies and gentlemen, then CNN posts or posts a wow, I'm sorry. CNN boasts a poll showing the majority of Americans approve of the Trump indictment. There's a problem with this dishonest slaughter everybody in the court of public opinion piece by CNN. It was conducted before the indictment was even unsealed against President Trump. How do you support something, ladies and gentlemen, you're only vaguely aware of? Okay, when grand jurors only hear from one side of the case, the prosecution's side, and when they can indict somebody with a simple majority, or when Jim Jordan puts a subpoena on the table for Manhattan DA Bragg after the indictment, when they say police don't expect January 6th scenario, but they're alert anyway, nothing happened. Judge denies motion to have cameras in the courtroom, right? You don't know the details. You don't know the details of Sheriff Max deal. You're just hearing the court of public opinion. You don't know the details of Trump's scenario, court of public opinion. You don't even know the details about Bragg, the court of public opinion. It's all you're hearing is the mainstream press. They think they're the judge, jury, and executioner, but they lie, whether it be the tiny press bloggers that lie about Mac all the way up to the mainstream press, CNN, and others manipulating the data against the Donald. And I highlighted these two cases because they're incredibly comparable and parallel right now. Different scales, you could say, similar in we don't have evidence, but we will barbecue you in the court of public opinion and hope it takes the day. Well, I want to tell you, even Bragg's case, it's fine that Kevin McCarthy and those guys try to subpoena or Jim Jordan try to subpoena Bragg. That's fine. But again, none of those relate to charges against Bragg either. And I'm defending Bragg as much as I am Donald and as much as I am Richard, not because I stand with Bragg in any way. I think he's a criminal. We'll get to that. But ladies and gentlemen, we believe in the due process of law and we believe people are innocent until proven. Let me say that again, proven guilty. We believe in the due process of law. We believe in one's ability to face their accuser. You see how parallel this really is, ladies and gentlemen? Now they say, wow, Melania is sticking with the Donald. Yeah, man, why? Because that's what she does in their family, they say. But my reality check on that, folks, is this. You know what? I'm standing with all of them when it comes to their right to due process of law. I'm standing with all of them when it comes to their innocence until proven guilty. I'm standing with all of them when it comes to uh, we need uh, to not use the court of public opinion with limited facts to manipulate the outcome. That's a problem. Okay, but CNN at the head of all this zombie network at CNN, by the way, CNN has disastrous month of March. Primetime ratings down 61%. That's according to the Gateway Pundit, by the way. But I'm coming back, and we'll talk about Donald Trump here. But I wanted to highlight what we talked about for two hours yesterday, and this really has relevancy. Because even the courts get it wrong. Our guest coming up, James Edwards. The courts allowed to even lie in court rulings against James Edwards. How do all those cases compare in seconds, shall we?
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. True Passover versus Easter. The Catholic Church and most denominations follow the Jewish Passover. Here is the Jewish tradition. The Passover takes place 14 days after the new moon, after the equinox. But what does God say? In Isaiah 1 verse 14, quote, Your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals I hate with all my being. Unquote. Now notice God's word versus Jewish tradition. Quote, in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. Unquote. That's from Leviticus 23, verse 5. God's year begins on the spring equinox. Passover is always on the fourteenth day of God's year, the fourteenth day after the equinox. The Sunday after the Passover is Resurrection Sunday. None of this is about fertility, which is exactly what Easter is all about. Easter Bunny and Eggs, Fertility Rights, are Paganism. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards, well-known talk show host, author, and dear friend, James Edwards, host of thepoliticalcesspool.org, author of Racism, Schmacism, ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his website. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Sam, I was on with you. It's certainly been a blur of uh, a couple of weeks for so many reasons. I was on with you a couple of weeks ago in Dallas for a quick uh, cameo appearance on one of your Saturday uh, shows. And since then, I've been uh, pretty much across the country on a little book tour. And since then, so much has happened with the terrorism in Nashville, with the arrest of Donald Trump, and now this issue that, uh, that you're talking about. No shortage of content today, brother. Amen to that. Now, the Sheriff Richard Mack case, I'm telling you right now, the more we double down on the truth, the more they manipulate facts and lie, ladies and gentlemen. Really committing libel and slander. And the reason that I bring it up is they literally said James Edwards was the leader of the KKK in the media. Turns out court says he's not a leader of the KKK. In fact, he was never even a member. That's a course in fact. However, it doesn't matter. They can say whatever they want to, James, um, because of Aesop's fables and the company James keeps, supposedly. Well, man, now that's the company I keep, I guess, too, right? See the association, how that works? Um, this is a, a serious problem when the courts are to the point where they can literally just say, hey, the truth doesn't matter anymore. James? Sam, we've talked about my case, my libel case, which was filed in 2016. 
many times on this program, but I'll give you just 60 seconds recap on that, and we'll, we'll go forward. And that was a situation in which uh, a, a very prominent daily newspaper, the Detroit News, had alleged flat-out claim that I was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, everybody, one click to the right of Comrade Stalin, is labeled a white supremacist, a neo-Nazi, a bigot, an anti-Semite, racist, you name it. I wrote a book about that 13 years ago. But uh, And people have figured it out by now. Uh, so many have, uh, at least. But uh, in any event, that's constitutionally protected free speech. You can call people names. It doesn't make it right, but that's called rhetorical hyperbole as far as uh, the courts are concerned. So what? at what point does it move past your constitutionally protected free speech to call somebody a racist or whatever and become actionable libel? Uh, libel being a, printin', uh, a, print, a printed slur uh, that defames and harms you, whereas slander is a spoken verbal. And the restatement of torts suggests that to allege somebody is a member of the Ku Klux Klan is the textbook definition of libel. So not only was I alleged to be a member, I was alleged to be a leader. So we thought we had a slam dunk case, and certainly you don't want to be known as the leader of the, the Klan in a majority non-white city like Memphis, where I live. And so we thought that there were certainly damages there. And uh, if that is allowed to stick, then other what's stopping other media uh, that covers us regularly from using the same, the same lie? And so we filed a lawsuit. And uh, we were thoroughly beaten uh, on both the trial court level and the Court of Appeals level. Uh, but what was interesting is that when the judges, a panel of three judges, published their ruling, it was actually published, it actually rewrote Michigan libel law, if you can believe it. We filed the suit in Michigan, of course, because that's where the newspaper was. It actually rewrote the precedent for libel law in Michigan because this ruling was so profound. They actually said in their judgment that uh, I was correct. I was the plaintiff. I was correct. This does, This is uh, a libelous statement, and I, it was alleged that uh, I was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan, but uh, you, at the same time, you really have to consider Aesop's fables, and because I have associated with and interviewed people who also are not Klansmen, by the way, but uh, people with whom the system doesn't like, uh, you have to judge me by the company that I keep, and so therefore, uh, that case was thrown out, and the courts ruled inside, uh, on the side and of I the And I submit to you, uh, they say we have two justice systems now. One for the left, one for the right. To some degree, sadly, that's true. But I say there's really more like four justice systems. There's one for the left, one for the right, one for the small guy, and one for the guy with a lot of money um, in America, too. If you had a lot of money, you probably would have won. Well, uh, I tell you, we had a we had a good attorney, but I, I, I am so jaded now. At that point, I, people told me that there's no way you're going to get a just ruling in, in these system courts. And I said, well, this is just such a slam dunk case. I mean, this is the law. It's black and white. I, I know that they probably won't be in favor of my conservative political beliefs, but this is, I mean, this is a can't miss. And uh, they were right, and I was wrong. And so I, I, I don't believe you can find uh, justice in these courts. And uh, I do think that these courts are, are criminally corrupt. But but anyway, the whole point is, let's not re rehash that. There's so yeah, much that, more going on now. That's why I bring so this up, important. though, because all these cases matter, and we can't get justice in the courts is really the quintessential point here, whether it's Donald or Richard or you or anybody. I don't have a lot of faith anymore either. Well, and, and by the way, Fast-forwarding back to when the CSPOA was in the news back in February uh, so much, uh, 
countless articles, including a big expose or so-called investigative piece by the SPLC, which has since then themselves been linked to uh, acts of domestic terrorism. Terrorism, yeah. Talked about. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. They're, they're not going to lose their standing in this uh, corrupt system. But uh, nevertheless, I've never yeah, uh, worked with or talked with a guy. Yeah, they status and the left status. They've got two favors uh, for them I, against the rest of us. Right? I've never talked to a guy or worked with a guy who's caught a domestic terrorism charge like the SPLC has. This was one of their staff attorneys. But anyway, uh, but this goes to show these links and ties. Well, the CSPOA was a, a part of a huge... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, a, a huge burst of publicity attack, really, a back in February. Attacks, a flurry of attacks as as a result of, uh, you know, ties to so-called racism. Well, the ties are imaginary. The ties are because you have these reckless articles that are never held accountable. And so, yes, I mean, you. It, it, this this is the point, I think, that we're getting to with Richard Mack is that you can say or write anything, and it doesn't necessarily make it true, but I think what happened here, what we saw with Richard Mack was, after that really wasn't able to stick, after the ridiculous allegations back in February during that flurry of, of negative attack pieces, claiming that the CSPOA is linked and tied to white supremacy and this, that, and the other, after that didn't really do anything, they just moved on to the very next thing. And now that there's, there's this charge. And what I would say about everything that I know about what you mentioned in the first segment here today and what you and uh, Sheriff Matt covered yesterday for two hours and what I've seen online, it doesn't bother me a bit, ladies and gentlemen, and it shouldn't bother you a bit either. They want to corrode your trust in the people who have been proven throughout the course of their lifetime to be capable and honorable leaders for a cause. And that has been Richard Mack. That has been Richard Mack. And you have to understand that I know we live in this day and age now where anyone is guilty until proven innocent. I mean, that's the American way now. And anybody can walk into a police station and file a false report, or I'm not saying that this is or isn't. I mean, it's going to have to be investigated. But anybody can say anything about somebody, and it doesn't make it so. And I'll tell you who you really saw that about, Sam, was... Roy Moore. You remember Roy Moore? Roy Moore was a Judge oh, Moore. Yes, of course. Great Christian man. I think that there's a very much going to be, as we find out, some similarities here with, with uh, the situation uh, pertaining to Richard Mack. You had Roy Moore. They did all of the things to Roy Moore that they're trying to do to Richard Mack and that they're doing to Donald Trump, that they've done to me and that they've done to Sam, that they do to anybody who offers any resistance whatsoever to their schemes. Roy Moore was, of course, called a racist, called all of these things. That didn't stick. And then you had all of these women who supposedly were molested or assaulted in some way by Judge Roy Moore, what, 30, 40 years prior? Now, he had been in Alabama politics and on the national level for decades. And none of these allegations ever came to light. But right before... He, after he surprisingly won the Republican nomination to become a United States senator out of Alabama, then and only then do all of these allegations. Oh, and all it was was allegations. They were alleged. Uh, they were put out there in the court of public opinion. And then after that was enough to finally stop Roy Moore, what happened to all of these women? What happened to all of these charges? Nothing ever happened. None of them moved forward because they were completely false. None of them moved forward. None of them move forward, and none of these women who claimed these things that cost him uh, his rightful seat in the United States Senate ever paid a price. And I don't know, listen, I, 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 again, 
I don't know who's filing these complaints against Richard Mack, but I would bet that it's going to be the exact same situation. They want to take out a good man. I don't believe it for a second, and you shouldn't either. This is the way they play, and uh, they have no scruples. They have no morals. I don't believe it. Accusations are cheap. You got to carry on with the good work. This is just this this happening a month after last month's flurry of, of publicity didn't derail CSPOA and Mac. Uh, this is this is just up in the ante. We've seen it before, and we'll see it again. Ladies and gentlemen, we're foolish enough, sadly, as conservatives, to let these stories lie. When we prove them false, when we document or ask them hard questions where they can't produce evidence, and this is why the Mac case relates to the Donald case, to James's case, to all these things. When we bring out hard evidence, what we do, sadly, is we let them move on to the next hit piece. And then we defend ourselves against hit piece after hit piece after hit piece. Whenever the facts come out, they move to the next one. Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Lance Pry. The next in-person hearing for former President Trump's criminal case in New York is eight months away. Republican Senator Susan Collins of Maine weighs in. The indictment of a former president is unprecedented in our history. And at every stage of the criminal proceedings, the stakes grow higher. Trump yesterday pleaded not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records and calls this ordeal presidential election interference. As Trump remains the Republican frontrunner in the upcoming presidential election, Trump is responding to the criminal charges against him. Speaking at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, Trump said everyone who looked at the case against him says there is none. He added that he never thought anything like this could happen in America, saying the only crime he committed was to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Trump faces dozens of criminal counts in New York City related to money payments to kill negative information before the 2016 election. His lawyers say the charges are without any merit. I'm Skip Kelly. The Chicago, Illinois Fire Department is mourning the death of one of their own. The father of firefighter Jermaine Pelt spoke after his son died while battling an extra alarm house fire yesterday morning in the West Pullman neighborhood. Jermaine was a, he was a, just a joy to all our family. Everybody loved him. Three Democrats are losing their committee assignments in the Tennessee House after they took part in raiding the state capitol building in an attempt to stop state business, mainly as part of an anti-gun protest. Tennessee House Republicans voted Monday to strip committee assignments from state representatives Justice Jones, Justin J. Pearson, and Gloria Johnson. Today is Holy Wednesday. Many celebrate the journey of Jesus Christ. This is USA News. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. 
Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. All right, James Edwards, ThePoliticalCessful.org, and Sam Bushman, commentators, talk show hosts, educators, and a whole lot more. Um, let's talk about the Donald in relation to this. 45th president of the United States literally loses an election based on fraud, folks. They claim it isn't true, but every time we provide evidence, they move to the next topic, don't they? But now he's arrested. Trump surrenders to, quote, criminal court. For his arraignment, Trump pleads not guilty to all 34, quote, felony counts of falsifying business records, they claim. Federal prosecutors in the Southern District of New York opted out of charging Donald Trump related to the Daniels payment in 2019. The Federal Election Commission also tossed out its complaint and its investigation into the matter in 2021. They've tried to get Donald two times on this. They say the third time is the charm. But folks, the problem is it became apparent once the indictment was unsealed. Doesn't have much of a legal arsenal to draw on, ladies and gentlemen. There's not much here. 34 counts, but it's speculative at best. Experts are saying now here's the interesting thing the federal prosecutors They've tried to get Donald on this multiple times as I've said the problem I'm having right now and no one's bringing this up that I hear in the media except for me I've scoured the news for this Haven't we already gone beyond double jeopardy James Edwards? Yeah, so this this thing (laughs) 34 counts when a left, if a leftist, and this this happens every day, I'm I'm Donald Trump. I'm running for president. I've got a discredited, what former porn star making these allegations against. Maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't. It doesn't matter to me. You know, it's probably it does matter. But as far as this, what we're seeing here, that's right. It first morally president matters. Died but in, in this case, it doesn't. Right. Matter. That's right. Uh, this happens every day. If I'm him, whether it happened or didn't happen, and I've got this discredited media whore. Coming at me with these allegations, I probably pay to make it go away, which is what apparently yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, now, that happens every... Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right, President Clinton. I mean, when you did it, 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 it wasn't that big of a deal. It certainly didn't uh, prevent you from staying in office and uh, having uh, the rest of your career. But when, when leftists do this, Bill Clinton's a good, good example, I think. When leftists do this, when they lie about it, when they do whatever, uh, paying people... You know, and you could say that this is blackmail, but when you pay people to go away, uh, that's called, if you're a leftist, 
enacting in a non-disclosure agreement. When you're a conservative or when you're somebody the system hates, it's called hush money. And it's really not even a misdemeanor. Uh, they're saying, well, there was some improprieties in how this was filed and, you know, his taxes and all. But, I mean, give me a break. This is all of those years of calling him a – same with Mac. All of those years with – and more – racist bigot white supremacist didn't really stop him then they had to cheat out of the election because you know it still wasn't going to stop him and now he's running again and he's going to win the nomination if he's not in prison i don't know if him going to prison how, how that would affect his ability to run i think he would probably put a uh, i think i'd stop to it which is what they want because no, otherwise they, they he is going to win the republican nomination still be president sir they did say that i have not heard yeah. that uh i, yeah. I did not know that but in any event, uh, he is going to win the Republican nomination now. He's going to have just a mountain of dark energy behind him now. People are going to rally. There's no doubt he's going to win the Republican nomination. I don't even know if anybody – I mean, you've got some also-rans running against him, like Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of Arkansas, and <laughs> whatever. whatever, Nikki Paley. Uh, but However, in any don't event, underestimate so the mainstream press. They could turn Asa into a rock star if they want to. Oh. Well, they'll try, but uh, Trump's mopped the floor with a lot of these type figures in the in the primaries before. So I think he's certainly going to win the nomination. But 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 look at what they want is okay. So now he's running for president as the Republican nominee, and he's facing all of these charges. And by the way, the trial doesn't. Yeah, did you see that they said the the opening for the trial isn't even supposed to start until when the primaries begin next yeah, year? It's I mean, eight they're, they're, months <laughs> away before they even have the next volley in this thing. Their whole goal is to create, uh, in my opinion, election tampering. Now, there's a speedy trial aspect to this, not kind of the double jeopardy point that I brought up. There's a speedy trial uh, due process of law that relates here too constitutionally that Trump should be guaranteed. Um, he's not getting that either this just shows how dishonest this really is let's go to Trump right i mean because he went go ahead no i was just going to say i mean you get the former president likely to be uh, almost certainly going to be the republican nominee again and the 50 50 punster's chance of being the president again and they're doing this why are they doing this and why now i mean this was as you said these allegations were were on the radar back in 2015 16 why are they doing it now well, obviously, because he's running again, he's a threat. Well, and they've and I think he's more of a threat they've now. Dismissed it all, though. This is the double jeopardy thing. That's the right. That's trial. right. Now we're eight months away on chance three. This thing's been going on for seven plus years. So you're going to have a split screen commentary when the primary season kicks off next year. On one side of the screen is coverage of Donald Trump's run for the nomination. On the other side is his de defense in, in trial. So to, to Push this off until that kicks off next year is just so transparent. I mean, you'd have to move something like this up. Well, but here's the thing, too, Sam, that nobody's talking about right now. The other shoes haven't even dropped. He will be indicted in Georgia, too, on those trumped-up charges, and possibly in Washington, D.C. as well. So he could be facing three different indictments in th three different jurisdictions before the, the primaries kick off. All of this done. Hey, you don't want to be associated with the guy who's a racist. You don't want to be associated with the guy who's, uh, you know, uh, you know, being, you know, caught these charges and is facing indictment. In the trial. Same with the, Richard. You know. Same with Mac. Dang. I mean, Mac, Mac, here's Mac doing great work, working with former sheriffs and, and everything that's going on with the, the CSPOA, a powerful organization with former and current elected officials you don't want to be involved with uh, you know an organization that's tainted by uh, charges accusations of racism or or embezzlement you know it's just charges it's just it's just not even you I mean it's just uh, it's 
not even charges. Rumor. It's just allegations. Just ladies allegations. And that's right. Okay? Links and ties. Links and ties. You don't want to be. No. You're, you're a sitting chef. You don't want to be tied up in something like this, do you? What's well, all made no, up? Heck no. It'll be a destruction for your career and your whole reputation will be on the line. And see, that's how they play the game, ladies and gentlemen. It's dirty politics to the umpth degree. Now, Donald had enough of it and spoke out after he returned to Mar-a-Lago last night. And uh, let's just play a couple of sound bites here. He said, I can't believe this would even happen in America. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. And I never... You may, you may, or, may, just, may or may not agree with Trump on what he's done, but here's the deal. I'm in the same boat. They make allegations and attacks about me, and all I've done is try to promote and defend uh, America. Same with you, James. Same with Mac. You know, our situation with Trump uh, has, has been interesting, Sam, because uh, you and I, as uh, brothers we are, and having been there at the Republican National Convention and covered that and been in the room when Trump accepted the uh, nomination and all of that, uh, I voted for Trump twice. You haven't voted for him at all. But I think in this moment, uh, and, and, and the pros and cons of his administration can be and have been debated for years and, and, and will be for years into the future. But at this point, I think he is the avatar. He is the avatar of a criminally corrupt system. And at, at this point, I have to give him credit and I have to wish him Godspeed because this sort of thing, I mean, we've been through a lot. We've been through more than 99% of the People out there in America, the layman, in terms of persecution and uh, you know, dirty deeds and things like that. But nobody, I don't think anybody living has been through the amount of torture that, that, that Trump has. And this situation now, the fact that he has not backed down or apologized or tried to cut a deal and he's just taking this and, and taking it, I mean, you have to sort of admire that. I certainly do. And I don't think this There's is an no act. I think it, I think it's the real deal. I don't think he's just playing his part in a pageant. I I th I think you know the enemies certainly believe he's a threat, whether he is or isn't, and he hasn't backed down. So we yeah, I give time him will tell that. that he hasn't backed down. That's for sure. Whether he's really uh, involved in this or not, I still say the jury's out on that. But he gave a 21-minute speech, from what I understand, and it's one of the shortest speeches he's given. But it was full of fire and indignation slaughtering brag in the whole justice system in America. And sadly, we're destroying what America was known for, a real just justice system. Uh, here's his next soundbite of what he uh, said. We don't have it all. We got little clips here. Here's the second one. Even people that aren't big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons. There you have it. So think about that. Even the enemies of Trump now are starting to go, hold on a minute, James Edwards. Um, this just isn't right. Something's wrong here. This is a witch hunt without evidence, without, I mean, this is a double jeopardy scenario. This has been going on for seven years. At some point, even the enemies of Trump are going, um, wait a minute now, James. Sam, what we have here, the left, I'll tell you how the system, as I call it, because it's not just the criminally corrupt Biden administration. They are just but one element of the system that includes our courts, our academic uh, institutions, our media, the even, even institutionalized churches now. They're going straight up medieval on conservatives, and I'll tell you what's going on when we come back. Liberty Roundtable, live.
The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. appropriate musical selection there coming in out of the break. I had just mentioned how the system has gone straight up medieval on their enemies now, and there's a little uh, modern-day song, The Final Countdown, uh, played to the style of some of that medieval-type music you would have heard uh, in some yeah, of these. Yeah, you got to also kind of symbolically put that <laughs> together and ask it if we're in The Final Countdown for America. Sadly, yeah, that's, when the justice that's another... system goes south and we turn away from God, is the countdown underway? Uh, well, it very well may be, uh, because as I was saying before the break, the problem isn't just Biden's in there and Trump isn't. I mean, there is a systemic problem in America, and it's not systemic racism, which is, of course, what you always hear. What, what's systemic uh, and what is not going to be changed by any one person, no matter what position they occupy, is that America has become and is now an amorphous blob comprised of co polyglot territories cobbled together by secular fictions, Utopian fantasies, consumerism, covetousness, degeneracy, and, and hubris. And that was actually a quote from this new book that uh, I'm out promoting, and which we'll talk about a little bit later. One of the co-authors, uh, Rebecca Dillon. Give the name and where to get it real quick, though. Let's plug well, it along the, the name way, of uh, The name of the book is The Honorable Cause, A Free South. The Honorable Cause at Amazon. Uh, we'll talk more about that, I think, in the second hour. But the name of the book is uh, The Honorable Cause. But um, any event, so we're talking about the system going straight up medieval. And it's not just Biden. As I said, we have a criminally corrupt judicial system. We have a degenerate, immoral, antichrist media, uh, which, uh, of course, has infected our churches and our institutions of learning everything about America. The corporate 500, you know, all of these, all of these uh, blue chip businesses are in the tank for the transgendered and the LGBTQ plus whatever they're calling themselves now agenda. Uh, but our king, you know, the king is under arrest. They have arrested the king. You're talking about going medieval. Our kids are being murdered while they laugh. I mean, the entire system rallied behind this evil transgender ideology that led to the terrorism and the murders in Nashville. And so I, I think we've reached a point now where we're going to have to assess whether or not conservatives do anything for once or just adjust to the new normal as they always do, because you had, you know, you, Richard Mack, Roy Moore, yes, but the situation with 
Well, I'll just give you two. Donald Trump and Kanye West going back uh, to, to last Christmas. Kanye West, the biggest music mogul in the world, they absolutely kneecapped him immediately uh, when he said the first thing that the system doesn't, didn't like. And then Donald Trump now arresting him. This just goes to show if they can take out the biggest media mogul in the world, and if they can take out a United States president, an American president, and, and – uh, Well, and add to that, perhaps Roy Moore, th- though, they took down a judge because he stood for the Ten Commandments, and they've been slaughtering him ever since with false allegations that haven't rung true one bit, but they've been at the courts for years. That's what well, they that's do. Well, that's the thing. Even and, and, Judge Roy Moore has been at the courts for years without getting this thing sorted out. And that's the thing, Sam. That's what makes it all medieval is that it's it's basically whoever has the – the might is able to put the subordinates under their rule, and there is no rule of law. There is no justice. And if they can take out, though, the president and a guy like West, uh, I think that certainly sends a message for the growing number of people who see things the way we do. Hey, my God, I mean, what are we going to do? If the president getting arrested and perhaps even convicted and put in prison and Kanye West loses his billions, you know, instantly, uh, it, certainly, it certainly sends a message. But, you know, we have to hope that uh, – that Donald Trump can become like a King David type figure. I mean, King David himself was degenerate in some ways, but he certainly became God's instrument on earth. And uh, if if Trump, I I will say this about Trump. I mean, Trump is about Trump, and he says yes, things he we is. agree with, and some things sometimes he does things that we agree with. But at the end of the day, Trump is going to look after himself, and I I think that there is very much revenge on his uh, heart and mind. And if he can be an instrument of righteous vengeance, then uh, we'll be good for that if he can stay out of prison long enough to do well, something about it. But if they can take him out, if they win, can take out people like Kanye West, uh, then that certainly right. sends a very big message. If Trump wants to win, though, he needs to loop in folks like us, ladies and gentlemen, like he did in 16. He didn't do that in 20, and he lost. If he doesn't get that together, and I don't mean me personally. I'm not trying to take personal credit for it. What I mean, though, is if he doesn't take on the new media taking center stage and engage them in a meaningful way, he will lose. Write it down. Remember what I told you. All right. Um, back to Trump, though. So he's speaking in Mar-a-Lago last night. Here's the third sound clip we have related to uh, his uh, fiery speech. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Is that the third one, Lizzie? That was the same one we already played. We want to go to the... That was the third one. All right. So they must have uh, had a couple of clips here in a row. Same uh, topic. But look, this is the deal. Now, Trump says this is corrupt. Um, I'm absolutely agreeing with him, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you about this thug. There's not much of a legal arsenal to draw on now that they've uh, supposedly uh, unsealed the indictment. It's kind of unsealed, but not really. And let me explain what I mean. There's 34 counts of a misdemeanor stuff. Um, And then you've got to tie that to felony. And what I mean by that is how do you get all these counts to be felony accounts? And the way they've worded it makes them felonies, but you've got to tie the misdemeanor to a felony remember you got to prove his guilt beyond the shadow of a doubt um they haven't made that tie so to release these as felonies james without that tie is dishonest at best but who we're talking about who's the judge in this case juan merchant is the guy's name he's presiding 
over Donald's current case now, but I don't know if you know this. He presided over two former tax fraud cases involving Trump's real estate firm and his former CFO. And I guess these two court cases resulted in outcomes unfavorable to the defense. Merchant is also the judge presiding over the fraud case against Steve Bannon in relation to the We Built the Wall organization. It gets worse. Judge Man, um, Ron, I'm, I'm sorry, it's Juan Manuel Merchant. He is overseeing Trump's sham case on trumped-up felony charges. He made political contributions to a non-profit fundraising arm of the Democratic Party. It's a platform for Democratic candidates and progressive groups. That's according to FEC data, right? It also gets worse because the daughter of Mergen, I guess, has ties directly to the Democratic Party. Turns out that she's the president and partner of what's called Authentic Campaigns, a company that runs digital campaigns for Democrat politicians and candidates. Um, now the question becomes, did Lauren, that's Merchant's daughter, did she work on the Biden-Harris campaigns? Very, very interesting ties. So when Trump says this is corrupt to the soles of your feet, it becomes evident early on, James. Everything you just said, Sam, everything we have said the entire hour, all of the people that they are taking out one by one, by one means or another, goes to show, I think, why we must have separation. There is no reforming the system. This isn't made better, even if, by some minor miracle, Trump was able to get back into the White House and do as much revenge as he as he could muster this thing this thing that doesn't fix this thing this thing is gone it's broken and it's not going to be fixed you can't fix it with people who don't share your beliefs you can have no union with people who you, with whom you have nothing in common with and that that is what the left has become and so uh, we have seen them take out champion after champion after champion and it i think proves the overall thesis of the the new book that we have out about why this is just going to have to end uh, I, d I don't see any way back to the america of our founding fathers that is a that is a terrible shame but this has been thrust upon us it wasn't by our doing and if we stay in this abusive relationship i, I think it's going to get much worse than just there's no doubt about it let me give you illegality. An i think they're going to actually come and and, and begin to uh, to to kill. I mean, they are already threatening to kill people with whom they disagree. Of course, they call them racist and right wingers and whatever. We already saw it in Nashville. I mean, the entire the entire system rallied behind the ideology of this of this murderer. Uh, it's, it's getting worse by the we've day. We've never folks, seen anything like this before. This uh, parallel story is fascinating. Stormy Daniels now ordered to pay Donald Trump lawyers. Nearly $122,000 in defamation suit. Yep. You know that, folks? Did you know that? And think about that. 
of all the battles since 2015 of Stormy Daniels, this porn star whore. Okay, seven years later now, right at the timing of Donald being indicted, Stormy has to pay Donald's attorneys 122 grand. Well, isn't that eerily close to the 130 grand that he supposedly paid Stormy? He got all of his money back, but the scandals continue, folks. Think about that for a second, James. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that actually just our dear, good friend Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out something about that that I saw a day or two ago. Uh, but, you know, again, nothing matters because there is no rule of law. It is whatever they say it is, and they will throw out the facts that uh, don't meet up with what they're trying to accomplish and, uh, pun intended, trump up things that, that, that don't. And at the end of the day, if there is no law, there are no morals, it is whatever a corrupt judge or media apparatus says that it is, and they will dispense with the things that prove us right and move forward with everything else until we believe it or until, uh, you know, a lot of people believe it. And Yeah, or until we What are you going to do about it? I mean, that's the thing. What are you going to do about it? Well, if enough Americans got involved, we could stop it, James. It's that simple. Uh, whether they will or not is the uh, $64,000 question for sure. Now, Trump says this, quote, and now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in this country, beginning <laughs> in the radical left quarters of George Soros and beyond. Now you got the prosecutor Alvin Bragg to lead the procession. And really the GOP's defense on this reveals the quandary of the upcoming elections. You cannot ignore this when it comes to election fraud. How much can they tamper and attack the president? Um, the FBI and everybody else attacked the Donald on one hand. So make Donald the villain. Uh, then they suppressed. So they spiked stories on Donald, made him go viral. But then they suppressed stories on Joe Biden's and his criminal activity before the 2020 election. We've caught the FBI doing that and everything else. Criminal election fraud. They claim we have no proof. And now they know, hey, it worked in 2020. We're going to make it go gold in 2024. James? That is a great point. That is a great point. That's something that they have falsely alleged for years now that Russia, you know, that was totally fabricated, totally made up. Russia had interfered with the election. Well, there is election interference going on. What is this if not election interference and election tampering to bring up these bogus charges against a former president? Obviously, there should be mass nationwide protest as a result of this, but there's not going to be because why? We have learned that BLM and Antifa can burn down cities, and I'm not encouraging our people to do that or that it was ever a good idea for either side to do it, but they can do that, and they're not going to go to jail. They're not going to get arrested. They might get arrested. They're going to get put right out. They're going to get sentenced for that. Trump should have stood with the January 6th supporters. That's another thing. I mean, you know, you saw the people that came out to support Trump January 6th, and he didn't really do anything for them. So now how can you expect people to come out for you again in light of the fact that, you know, they will be picked off one by one? Yes, everybody should. As you said, if everybody did something, we could we could make something happen. But if they're seeing Trump himself be taken out. I mean, that, that instills a sense of uh, it's a chilling effect. There's no doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing the best we can with the resources we have, and we'll talk about an incredible effort coming up next hour to do just that. I am Sam Bushman. James Edwards with me. ThePoliticalCessPool.org to get a hold of James's award-winning broadcast books and more. And secondarily, ladies and gentlemen, the Loving Liberty Radio Networks, LovingLiberty.net, our nationally syndicated partner. God save the republic. 
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for April 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. The American people better get involved and push back, or we're going to lose the greatest country on the face of the earth. It's that simple. James Edwards with me, the org, his website. James, welcome back, sir. It's great to be back, Sam. James Edwards, quote, I am pleased to announce that the new book coming out, well, I guess it's already out, The Honorable Cause, A Free South, has just been released, and it's now available for purchase at Amazon.com and elsewhere. The purpose of the book is to retake the narrative. James? Sam, I, of course, entirely sympathize with the things that you have said for so many years, and quite rightly so on this program. God save the republic. Uh, We stand for restoration, not revolution. I I agree with that. Uh, I wish that that could be the case, but I no longer, and for some time now, don't believe that it can be. In a perfect world, that's what we would, of course, want, naturally want. We want there to be an order. We want there to be peace and tranquility. But I think in light of what we've seen here with Trump, and by the way, Trump has has never been more useful than he is today. If, th- if this continues to lay bare the reality to his supporters, uh, that we have to begin to consider something different. And uh, you can call it a national divorce. You can call it independence. But I, I think that there can be no union uh, with the left. And as I said on your program uh, let, let me stop a few days ago. ago. When you say the left, though, we want to be very clear, though. It's not really just a left-right paradigm, although there's some aspects of truth to that. Really, it's the deep state. It's those who want to destroy everything we hold dear. Uh, in the um, Civil War in yesteryear, it was basically the deep state trying to claim states' rights, autonomy, uh, authority, Uh, and sovereignty. Uh, And really, we're at the same discussion again about liberty, about freedom, about rights, about separation of powers, about autonomy, about authority, about sovereignty. Aren't we really at the same question we were before? And that's why the same issue is at hand. The stakes are much higher now than they ever have been before. And the consequences are so much more dire. I mean, now you're looking at... uh, people ruling over you who want to murder your children if they can't cut off the, you know, murder them in the womb. And if that fails through abortion, cut off their genitals, see them uh, turned into some sort of a uh, Franken freak type situation to where they, they can't have children and it, 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 threats of terrorism and violence are surging from the other side. We just have nothing in common with them. I mean, how can you have peace? How can you have a cohesive society uh, with people who are diametrically opposed to you, and not just that. I mean, the whole agree to disagree, let us all be friends, that, that's long gone, Sam. I mean, they absolutely want us dead. If you could give me just a, a, a bit of a runway, I, I have to go back, I think, to the situation in Nashville because this was just a, a crystallizing moment, I think, uh, for for people. Uh, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, th- that situation they in Nashville. They certainly had this flipped a switch with that event being the pivotal one, didn't they? 
Uh, well, what happened with that was, I mean, this was just uh, school shootings have become almost garden variety now. I, I, I don't want to trivialize, uh, trivialize it like that, but uh, these are certainly school shootings are, are, are becoming quite common now. Uh, but what you had with this was the first time ever where the media rallied around the shooter and were complaining not about the fact that six Christians, three administrators and three young innocent children were murdered by this person, but that the police officers in Nashville had misgendered the suspect. And that was the thing that NBC News was complaining about. Not that, and, and they scrubbed all mention of transgender and there was a manifesto that this person left. That's never going to see the light of day. But there's no doubt about it how this ideology, and I don't believe that anybody's transgendered, by the way. I think there are people that are mentally ill and an increasing number of them in this uh, degenerate society. But there are just two genders. I mean, you know, I didn't have it on my bingo card that Richard Dawkins, this famed evolutionary biologist, would, and he's washed up on a lot of things, but that he would have to go on national television and have a debate about how many sexes there are. And, of course, he says there's two, which he's right about that. But, but this, this, is, this is where we're at now. But the media rallied around this. The only time that the, the, the transgender angle was even mentioned was if they were complaining about this person being uh, su supposedly misgendered. And so what you've got now, what the media is doing to white Christians right now is definitely uncharted territory. I mean, could you imagine if a neo-Nazi shot up a Jewish children's school and the media all began writing articles about how scared and marginalized neo-Nazis are, and that's exactly what they did. All of these articles were not about the victims, victims of an ideology that was held by this shooter, but how the other people who agree with the shooters are being marginalized and trivialized. Uh, White House Press Secretary, our hearts go out to the trans community as they are under attack right now. What? I mean, this is a classic case of they... they, they uh, cry out as they strike you transgendered person murders six people they're the ones under attack the regime hates you this system hates you and everything that you love and you know maybe trump was indicted so you can forget that uh, but uh, about this shooting you know the timing is certainly interesting but uh but nevertheless i digress uh and they tried to pivot to guns a little bit. I mean, believe me, Americans have always been armed. Guns are not the problem. There are no routine mass shootings when we had a homogenous, high-trust society. Diversity, multiculturalism, mental illnesses like transsexuality have ruined uh, all of that. Really piece. turning away from Christ is the problem. That's right. No, well, certainly, certainly. I mean, that, that, that's at the, at the root of this. And that is mentioned, by the way, exhaustively in this new book. So the new book is The Honorable Cause of Free South. And it's not just going to be the South going forward, by the way. I think if, if, if and when this country balkanizes and splits over these political divides and cultural divides that cannot be bridged anymore, uh, there's no goodwill. It's not just going to be the old Confederacy that leaves, although the, you know, the, the, the South is certainly a bastion of what's left of authentic Christianity in this country and on this continent. But it's, it's, going, to be, it's going to be places like Utah, and you've already had secession movements uh, gain esteem in places like uh, Oregon and in Idaho with the Greater Idaho Initiative. And so it's going to be some heartland Even states Northern as well. Californians want the heck out of the liberal bastion of, of it's, criminality. Correct. It's, it, that's right. So it's going to be an entirely different thing. But I th last fall, there was a poll that said that 33% of Republicans, this was a Yahoo News poll, 33% were interested in a national divorce. 
And just uh, back in February, a Rasmussen poll, uh, poll found that 47% of Republicans now favor a national divorce. So that's up uh, 13 to 47. That's up 14 points in about six months. And you have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about it now. Why I think you have to consider it and why people, I hope, will consider buying the book. It really lays out, uh, it, it answers the questions of independence in our own way and in our own terms. And we don't want ne'er-do-wells hijacking this debate once it becomes popular and running it into the ground, as we have seen so often, as we saw with the Tea Parties. Bad actors come in, they start dog-whistling. Oh, well, yes, we're in favor of a national divorce, and then they... they co-opt it and run it into the ground so this book i think is 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 a is a good a good one to read if you want to understand why it is necessary and the benefits of independence from this system which i don't think can be reformed and why i don't think it can be uh, reformed sam a lot of reasons for that but just in the last week again so much has happened in the last two weeks it's unimaginable with the trump indictment and the Everything that has spawned out of this transgendered shooting and terrorism in Nashville, not just the media's reaction to it, but you have had flat-out insurrections in several state capitals, including the state capital in Nashville, Tennessee, the state capital in, in Kentucky and elsewhere, where you have so-called transgendered or LGBTQ, whatever they're calling themselves, advocates going in and stopping the work of the state government. It is exactly... Exactly what happened on January 6th. On January 6th, well, they were all called on. domestic terror. Let's stop yeah. for a second. When you say it's exactly what happened, it's exactly what they alleged happened on January 6th. That's I right. That's right. Provocateurs made that happen on January the 6th. But the blame is the same as what's really being done. So what they did is they betrayed the conservatives with provocateurs and made that occur and blamed it on the conservatives. That's also what they did in Charlottesville. But it's really happening real for reals with these other examples that you're giving where the left is literally doing this it's not a betrayal uh they're literally doing this but it's okay just like all the riots of last summer I, I, okay listen, if the left does it it's sam you're exactly right it's what they alleged happened i mean obviously we all saw the footage on january 6th most of those people were staying in line they looked as though they were on a capital tour uh, but in the situations in the state capitals last week, these people are very violent. Uh, they are very confrontational. They're screaming. They're yelling. They're stopping the states from doing their business, which is, again, what was alleged that happened on January 6th, even though they finished their business that day on schedule, pretty much. Um, but when that happened on January 6th, they said this is it can't get any more telling than this. They said this is an attack, an assault on our democracy. Uh, this is an insurrection. When it happened in the state capitals, when the leftists were doing it to protest, you know where they were protesting? The fact that the states of Tennessee and Kentucky and elsewhere had passed legislation that is going to make it harder for minors to schedule these uh, surgeries that are going to forever mutilate their genitals and keep them forever from having children. But do you know what the media said in response to these literal insurrections? This is what democracy looks like. And it needs to happen every day. When our people did something somewhat similar, it's an attack on democracy. When they do it, it's what democracy looks like. It should happen every single day. Can you have Criminals unions with people like that? Ladies and gentlemen, we don't even have a democracy. Ladies and gentlemen, pledge allegiance to the flag and you'll understand in a hurry. It's a constitutional republic on your radio. You are aware.
America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com fighting for the soul of liberty and true pursuit of happiness for everyone. Freedom Fest 2023 is coming to the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll Memphis, Tennessee, July 12th through 15th. It's the ultimate summit for liberty, educating and empowering through art, music, film and comedy while promoting economic freedom and highlighting today's political issues. Use promo code ROUND50 to save 50 bucks off the current rate. Reserve your spot at freedomfest.com. See you in Memphis. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. We're talking to James Edwards of thepoliticalcesspool.org about the incredible new book, The Honorable Cause, A Free South. It's been released. It's available now on Amazon.com and elsewhere. Before we turn it back over to James to highlight the problems and the solutions found in this book, it's 34 essays written by all kinds of patriots, understanding their beliefs of the problems, how to fix them, but painting a bright future for Christians, which I really, really like. But let me give you kind of the point, that the, the problem of what James was saying. Look, they want to promote perversion. We used to say, man, the Muslims can't mutilate their women's genitals. Now we want to mutilate everybody's genitals. And if you stand up against it, you're a terrorist, they want you to believe. You don't believe me? Well, U.S. federal district judge... Thomas Parker blocks the great state of Tennessee, which James is from, the great state of Tennessee's law banning drag shows with minors present. Parker imposed a, quote, temporary restraining order that blocks the law from taking effect. So here's what happened. Tennessee's going, hey, man, we can't have these perverted performers, sexually charged adult performers, Pretending they're a different sex and acting like that's art and that's entertainment and that's we can't have that in front of our children. So Tennessee literally passed a law. The judge said, oh, no, perversion must proceed. This highlights the point you're making, right, James? Sam, you nailed it. I was actually just about to bring that point up. So look at it, ladies and gentlemen. Look at it. 
if you cannot vote your way out of a situation, if you vote for a candidate, let's just say like Donald Trump, and he wins, oh, oh, well, four in the morning the day after the election, here's, oh, look, we found all these ballots, actually Biden won. You can't vote yourself out of it. If you've got a guy who's going to stand up against this sort of filth like Roy Moore, oh, uh, if one after another, these women who for 40 years never mentioned this anywhere at any time, all these sexual, and then he gets, you know, he, lo- he ends up losing. So you can't vote yourself out of this. And by the way, when did we ever vote for homosexual marriage or transgenderism? When did, the Ameri- when did that get put to a public test? Never. You can't vote your way out of it. Now you can't legislate your way out of it. When the state legislatures in places like Tennessee rightfully try to protect its citizens and its taxpayers uh, from this mutilation and harm, uh, some federal judge in some far-out jurisdiction says, no, you're not going to do that. We saw that with Trump's Muslim travel ban. Uh, I think it was a judge in Hawaii that overturned that. You can't vote your way out of it. You can't legislate your way out of it. So what recourse do you have? Why would you want to stay in a system where you have no voice? And so I think when you consider that, separation must be seriously considered as an option. And this new book does, it does just that. And in, 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 in light of this public level of support, we mentioned 47% of Republicans in favor of this idea. Uh, why aren't people just running for state office now on a secessionist platform? Because there's an appetite for this now that wasn't there uh, a decade ago, and it's it's even it's even worse than that, Sam. You can't vote yourself out of it. You can't legislate yourself out of it. And now we're being forced to stay in this system where you have uh, a professor up at Wayne State University in Michigan, and he said, and I quote, "It's more admirable to kill racist speakers than to protest against them. And by the way, you got to understand, when liberals use words like racist, they're not using it the way, folks, that you think they mean. Racist means you're a conservative, you're a Trump voter, you're a Christian. That's what they mean. It means all of that. Wrote a book about that 13 years ago now. Uh, and everybody sees it. More admirable to kill people we disagree with than to protest against them. So when shouting down conservatives fail, when labeling truth-telling dissidents as white supremacists and neo-Nazis and racists begins to lose its power, and it is, there's always murder. And we've seen this now with the situation in Nashville, rallying behind these people, no sympathy uh, for the victims. We must have a divorce from these leftist terrorists. If they're not killing us, they're advocating what a good idea it would be. And believe me, when they continue to gain more power, that is exactly what they'll do. There's nothing protecting America from the same sort of fate that so many other civilizations have had when a corrupting godless leadership and elite begin to kill the people that they don't like it's happened all over the world we are not protected in this post-christian secular humanist society that we live in uh from from that fate so i think that at this point we would be better off learning from the mistakes that this country has made and moving forward with the only responsible solution and a lot of people seem to agree with us on that now and Donald Trump's arrest and prosecution, I think that's going to entirely further the divide and the understanding that everything we've been talking about, the existing system, is not going to be reformed, and the salvation may very much lie in separation. And so the book is The Honorable Cause of Free South. You can find it on Amazon. It soft-launched, Sam, on March the 21st. And I was on just a couple of days after that to talk to you about it. I was actually in Dallas to promote the book two weekends ago last weekend i was in south carolina it hard launched on april 1st at a bookstore in greenville south carolina 
and 100 people turned out, which uh, exceeded expectations. I mean, I know a lot of uh, very big uh, authors who don't get 100 people to turn out at a book signing at any given city. And it debuted at number 11 in the nationalism category on Amazon, and now two weeks in, it has maintained its standing. It has never dipped below the top 20. Last night it was number 13. This morning it's number 17. So there is an appetite for this book. It is very Christ-centered. It certainly reinforces all of the things that this radio program talks about. But the one part where I think it deviates is at this point, at this point in the decline of the American experiment that the Founding Fathers gave us, this beautiful system of government that has been perverted. At this point, I think we need to look for something different because it's not working and it hasn't worked for a long time. And now the threats of violence and the promises of violence and the fact that our people are never going to have a voice in this system through voting, through legislation, they'll always find a way to trump us. So the, this idea of independence needs to be considered. The book is The Honorable Cause of Free South at Amazon.com. It's available on Kindle, uh, paperback and hardcover. And uh, again, uh, it's it's been uh, doing pretty well. So there's something there that people like. Maybe you'll like it too. I got two quotes for you, James, and then I want you to respond. One quote is your own. The other quote is one that I just came up with in relation to the discussion we're having today. Here's the first quote. James, you can't vote your way out of it. You can't legislate your way out of it. Exclamation point. Now here's Sam's quote. Sam, you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. James? Ha, yeah, that, I think they're both very good. Yours probably a little bit better. Uh, president Jefferson Davis, of course, uh, the president of the Confederate States of America, said after the, after the war and after that cause at that time was lost, he had a great quote. He said the principle, and the principle, of course, is independence and sovereignty and the principle for which we contend is bound to reassert itself, though it may be at another time and in another form. And I think that that time may well have come. I mean, yeah, celebrities now doing fundraisers. I think it was the first time in history that you have people like Madonna doing shows in Nashville where this happened, supporting the ideology of, of a mass shooter rather than the victims. And at the Country Music Awards, uh, they had transgender drag queens out on on, on stage with the, with all the rainbow color I don't. I don't think Christians and good people and constitutionalists and and conservatives, whatever, we are, we we have a a future in this system. I I just don't. Think, it's not as though hey, you know, we win some, lose some. We lose everything, and we lose every time because the system is rigged. And so, um, you know, again, this book explains our ideological positions in our own words. It explains why uh, this is the honorable outcome for uh, for our people going forward. And, um, you know, for too long, our political and cultural enemies have been able to drive and define the conversation about nationalism and independence and breaking away uh, from something that we have no future in. If, if, if I'm wrong, I would love I would love to be wrong. If there was any way we could do this and. Uh, by any other means, uh, I, I'd certainly be, be willing to listen. But, I mean, at this point, Sam, I mean, again, I know this program, restoration, not revolution. And I don't want a revolution. I want to peace, peaceably leave. I want, a, I want a, peace, a peaceful divorce and separation. But restoring the, the whole thing, at this point, at, at this late stage of the decline, do you think it can happen? I mean, realistically, I, I know through God anything can happen. But maybe God, I don't think it's immoral or, or ungodly to 
for God's people to say we we need to leave. There's nothing mandated by God to say we must stay in the United States forever. Do you think it can be changed? Yeah, no. Hold on. So let me kind of put this in perspective from my point of view. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I am never one to pull punches. Right? I don't play games. I never play games. And I put it on the table as clearly, concisely, directly as I possibly can. When we get back, I'm going to lay out my response because James Edwards Edwards asked a critical question. Can we work our way out of this? Is there a way to have a solution going forward? Let's talk about it. Is a national divorce the option? We'll clearly lay it out. Uh, I'll give you my opinion directly and let James respond. We'll do it in mere seconds on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Technology executive Bob Lee, who created the mobile payment service Cash App and Android's core library on the world's most used operating system, was stabbed to death in San Francisco, California yesterday morning. He was 43 years old. Lee was attacked in the city's downtown Rincon Hill neighborhood at 2.35 a.m. Pacific. San Francisco police have no suspects in custody and no further details. Former President Trump and GOP 2024 presidential frontrunner is accused of orchestrating a scheme to bolster his 2016 presidential campaign. Manhattan prosecutors allege the 45th president pleaded not guilty to the charges during an hour-long court appearance in Manhattan yesterday. District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. One of Trump's lawyers. He's, he's frustrated, he's upset, but I'll tell you what, he's motivated, and it's not going to stop him, and it's not going to slow him down. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. What makes a banana republic? It's not about what you did, it's who you are. Bill Clinton was president of the United States. He lied under oath about sexual allegations. Did he get prosecuted? Uh, Hillary Clinton was a candidate, Democratic candidate for president. She destroyed 33,000 emails, and people on her staff took a hammer to a hard drive. What's the off-ramp here to win in 2024? The U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals awarded former President Trump $122,000 in attorney fees from Stormy Daniels yesterday. This money is in addition to the roughly $500,000 she was ordered to pay Trump last year. The U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling is separate from the Manhattan case. We are USA News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. 
I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, James Edwards asked an incredible question before the pause. Sam, do you think there's a way out of this thing? Do you think we can move forward in a way? What, what can work? Is national divorce the answer? What's the answer? I'm going to tell you that I don't believe there is an answer. Uh, I don't believe a national divorce will work either. Uh, last time we lost how many people? 600,000 people in the Civil War. Uh, I don't think there's a way out of this, and I'll tell you why. Remember my quote. All right? Remember my quote. What is it? James Edwards' quote, ladies and gentlemen, highlighted this. You can't vote your way out of it. You can't legislate your way out of it. Wow. Sam, you cannot comply your way out of tyranny either. So, you know what? We can't comply. We can't go to war and win. There is no answer. Now, let me clarify that, and then James can respond. There's no answer on a national or federal basis. There's no answer on a state basis. All governments that are divided against themselves shall surely fall. So I don't believe that the United States government will last. And I don't believe that I'm, my goal as a talk show host is to speak to the whole world. I don't need to be a popular rock star host. My goal is to educate people about God, family, and country. My goal is to prepare people. My goal is to find the very elect and pure in heart who will prepare their families, who will turn to God, and who will create modality, modalities uh, in their own communities in ways that create covenant communities, in ways that create constitutional enclaves, in ways that preserve us at the county level at the most. And I, otherwise, hey, the government's going to fail. They're too corrupt, they're too criminal, and there's no way, as you wisely pointed out, to bring it back. So will America fall? Absolutely. Will this nation endure? Absolutely. Understand, what is a nation? Is it a government? No. What is a nation? What is it? Wow. Um, don't they talk about the Indians have their own nations all across America, the Navajo Nation, the whatever, right? What's a nation? Well, if I create a constitutional county or a community when all laws melt down of good, honest patriots, and we have a, an organization, and we follow constitutional principles in our little, whatever you want to call it, is that a, this nation shall endure? And what happens when angels help us fight and God comes back, according to George Washington's vision? Okay, so when I say this nation shall endure, don't think for one second that I mean that your government and its corrupt state will stand. I don't believe that for a second. So is there a way out of this, James? Not in the traditional sense that you're speaking of, no. In the godly sense and in the morality sense of local people banding together for their own mutual protection and preservation, as the colonists did against King George back in the day, absolutely this nation shall endure. We're talking about a big difference, though, of reality here in our terms and discussion points, right? Well, I mean, there's certainly some overlap, and uh, but what you said is, is is spot on. And by the way, you know, a nation is a people. A nation, biblically speaking, is a bloodline. It is a group of people that have similar cultures and similar values and uh, similar folkways and languages and faiths. That is a nation, uh, which is very different than a country. Sometimes they can be one and the same. 
Uh, in the case of what the United States has become, they are not the same at all. We are not one nation here. We are many different nations living on one continent, uh, typically broken up into two blocks, the red and the blue. Uh, but we are certainly not one nation, and we're certainly not under God anymore. I mean, God is still, of course, uh, sovereign, but uh, this isn't a nation that heeds his guidance. And as Lindsey Graham said, I don't often agree with Lindsey Graham, but this has certainly become a third world uh, banana, re- banana Republic. And, you know, with this book that we're talking about, uh, it, it, what I'm asking people to do, I mean, I, I, I'm certainly, I, I think, made my mind up on, on the question, but I, I think I'm asking people to consider the alternative of a separation. And certainly when my southern forebears seceded, uh, they did not want there to be 600,000 dead Americans. Uh, they were brothers and cousins after all. Uh, they wanted to peaceably leave, just like I want to now, and I think as all Christians should. And they, they, the stakes are way up now compared to what they were even during the war between the states in terms of the threats of violence and the degeneracy. But, of course, they saw all of this coming. People like Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee, they saw what was going to happen in this country. They stated it very clearly. I don't think in their worst nightmare they could have thought about you know, drag queen story hour, but they knew what uh, 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 a, a lawless federal uh, government could, uh, could would, would end up doing, and it has. And God gives us that ability to discern and to, to, to make decisions. I mean, certainly it would be no more wrong for us to detach from the United States now than it was for our founding fathers to detach from King George back in the day. There was nothing ungodly about it. There's nothing ungodly about this. I would love a peaceful separation, as you said. I mean, they probably won't let, allow that to happen. They certainly didn't let it happen before. As much as they hate us and as much as they blame people like us for being backwards by not allowing transgender story hour or abortion, by God, they won't let us go, will they? And we wrote this book back in December through February. And there's 12 different authors, 12 different essays. The book was written between the months of December and early February. Um, it went into production in late February, editing, and then it soft-launched online uh, on March the 21st, hard-launched on April the 1st. And as I said, for the last two weeks, it has maintained its standing in its category in the top 20 on Amazon. And that's going up against million-dollar, you know, multi-million-dollar uh, publishing houses. Uh, so that's uh, that that that's something I think. But since we wrote the book, the book was written back in December to the February, as I mentioned. I, I I think that the argument has just gone to the next level in light of the Nashville situation and the Trump indictment and everything we've been talking about for now nearly the last uh, two hours, last hour and a half. I I think since even the book was written, more evidence leading people to the conclusion that yes, this must be considered because again. You can't vote. You can't legislate uh, your, your, yourself to a favorable outcome if you have no power. If you know the state governments are trying to do good by you, if you live well, in a red with no state, no power. You're just simply a slave. Is the bottom yeah, line? Yeah, you're just setting. It, yeah, you're just waiting check, for the right? and then and then and then it'll get upped again to where yeah, hey, maybe maybe they do start killing us as they have threatened. All right, to do. now James, what do you think of my response though? Because there's got to be some hope going forward, and I agree we want a miracle from God. But unless we qualify for a miracle by keeping his commandments and doing what he asks, he tells us, hey, I'll hear your land and protect you if you just repent and turn to me. That's biblical, right? But you know what? As a nation or as a society, we're not doing that. But I believe individuals, groups of people can create their own nations. And when government implodes, that's all that will be left standing, right? Well, right now already, Sam, you do have uh, parallel societies. There's nothing 
anti-government about that. You do have natural organic communities. I spoke to one just last week in South Carolina. And what I'm talking about by that is groups of families who share our Christian faith and share our views on government and politics that are coming together to help one another. Uh, they are supporting one another. You need a babysitter. You know, this collective has you covered. You need somebody to help uh, raise a barn or you know, patch your roof or uh, do do something. This is a, a, a parallel society of like-minded people uh, who are there to support one another. And so you already have pockets like that throughout the country, and that, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing as we brace ourselves for the fall uh, of this country. Uh, and until then, that's the best we've got. But, hey, you know, an economic collapse here a nuclear war with Russia there? Who knows? That's the thing. I mean, right now, the idea, if they can take out a guy like Trump, if they can take out you know, the multi-billionaire entertainment figures for, for crossing the line and saying things that they don't agree judges. with, that the system doesn't agree with, judges, you know, take out candidates like Roy Moore, if they can do all of this, you know, what hope does the, the layman have out there, people like us, you know, with you know, a few dollars in savings and just doing the Lord's work? You know, what odds do we have if, an, if the American president is getting taken out by these folks? Uh, that's a good question. Build a parallel society. Wrap your mind around the idea that we need to be thinking about post-America now. So think and, about my goal of the radio talk show here and what I do on the radio. My goal isn't to just preach to the masses and become a Rush Limbaugh rock star. That isn't my goal. My goal isn't entertainment. My goal is to find the pure in heart. My goal is to find those who understand what we're talking about and who will participate in the solution as things change. Now, I wish America wouldn't fall, folks, but when you are literally $30 trillion in debt and they're punching the gas, right? Uh, and then when you're in a situation where, um, wow, if you talk about unfunded liabilities, it's what, over $100 trillion in debt? There's no way out of that. Well, that you know, honestly, that's probably pretty far down the line on reasons why this country is going to fall. Uh, I mean, we could eventually balance the budget, I think. I mean, you could eventually crawl yourself out of debt. You can't crawl your way out of uh, utter evil uh, if that's what you've given yourself to. And so many of these people are so far gone. I just think that uh, Satan has taken them to such an extent. It's just it's hard to believe that they're going to they're going to make an about face. And so, again, uh, that's what the book talks about, and there's a growing appetite for this. And in the meantime, we need to be gathering together with other like-minded people and supporting one another in any ways that we can, financially, prayerfully, whatever, whatever needs they have, and um, beginning to, to think about what this is going to look like when it all does fall apart, because I think that's the trajectory we're on. Yeah, I got another story to highlight the point of the corruption we're talking about. I'll tell you about that in seconds, and then we'll continue this discussion with James Edwards. Final segment in seconds on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies, John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then, the more they use the lie, the more they reproduce the lie. The more spiritual power they get. Now look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. That power protects the cells of the beast from prosecution. Why isn't Hillary in prison? She is protected. We must restore our national relationship with God. 
truth is sacred in the kingdom, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9, 6. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This is insane, folks. All right, are you ready? Matthew Staver, my dear friend, over at Liberty Council, lc.org to learn more. Transgendered cows and violence is his headline today. Uh, And when you learn about this, it's shocking. He talks about new science in the 1970s pushed cross-sex hormone treatments for livestock. Some cattle ranchers pushed back, but most trusted the science. Now they've ended up with two-thirds of violent, insane cows back in the day. Now those treatments are being given to your children. James? Just when you thought you couldn't add insult to injury, Sam, you found the cherry to put this whole conversation on on the cake right there. I didn't, I hadn't heard that yet, but boy, well, I mean, you know, and that's another thing. We're talking about all of the institutions uh, that have just gone rogue. Uh, you, you know, you you certainly got to put in the medical institutions, big pharma, all of these organizations uh, that uh, have a hand in dealing with. The issue you're dealing, you're, you're discussing now. I mean, you got to eat. All right, so think about this for a second. And I know this sounds crazy, folks. It sounds like we're talking about um, Orwellian stuff. Oh, yeah, we're beyond that, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem. So Matt Staver documents this really well in his email, by the way. Now, listen. Now those treatments are being foisted on young girls and boys, and in some cases, with similar effects. You don't believe me? Think of the shooting, James. And we saw this in cows, and we now see it in people as we do the same thing. Look, this research, this cross-hormone manipulation of God's male and female credit of he, them, perversion of science, X, 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 Y, reality, Meanwhile, they say activists are trying to 
What? Ban the one thing that could help. Yeah, you could bring Christian mental health to these confused kids. You could bring counseling to the table. You could have life-saving counseling. But no, you know what? Here's what they're doing. They're attacking anybody that would provide stability against gender euphoria. All right? Anyway, this is serious. They did this on the cows in the 70s, and they know full well what it leads to. It was an experiment gone psychotic. It was an experiment gone absolutely off the rails with beyond evidence in cows. Now they experiment directly on your children. It's irreversible once they're done. You say, oh, no, Sam, you can turn them back. No, you can't. I've talked to transgenders personally. I have asked them very personal sexual uh, and gender <laughs> genital questions about this. You can't return them at all. Sex will never be normal again. Their ability to have children will never be normal again. Their ability to function as their original God-ordained gender can never be returned. Never. Okay, but this is what they're doing literally with full knowledge. Now, the American people don't have full knowledge because the American people don't know about this cow's study and the efforts that, and the events that went on back in the 70s. But this knowledge is 50 years old, but they boldly move forward in perversion nevertheless. They are demon crazy, James. Yes, that's absolutely right, and that's just another, another thing you have to consider is why are we seeing this level of mental illness now? Well, certainly the media plays a huge role in shaping opinions. You have a society, you have a culture, you have families, parents now not raising children in, in God's word and leaving them to government schools and the media that are hyping up all of this evil as the way to go. And uh, you don't want to be intolerant you know we do need a righteous intolerance you don't you don't want to be all of these negative things you don't want to be a racist you want to be a homophobe you know you're, you're probably transgender if you think about it you're at least homosexual right i mean think about it so glamorous i mean this is the new progressive way so a lot of people have fallen into this trap i mean the devil can make evil look very seductive but in addition to that i would not discount for a minute look at anything you eat and try to pronounce the ingredients. Just try to pronounce them. I mean, what are these things doing to our minds, to our brains, to our bodies? I mean, the idea that there could be things in our foods, substances in what we eat and drink, that is playing a role in this. I mean, obviously, there's been things connected with soy that uh, reduces you know, testosterone and things of that nature. I, I, I think that's a big problem. And that, that's one that really, we've got so many problems that gets pushed down the list of things that you have an emergency alert about. But uh, that, too. I mean, would you put it past no the question. system? No, no, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. They're crazy. Listen to me very carefully, ladies and gentlemen. He who pays the piper. Calls the tune, James. Yeah, that's right. Think about that. It's all We're about following the, the Pied money. Piper. Yeah, it's all about the money. It's all about the mainstream press. It's all about what we, the American people, deal with and are willing to focus on. And 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 okay, the only way to create parallel societies is first to yank your kids out of the government schools, folks. Okay, that's where the indoctrination 
is beginning. That's where this is really going. You cannot delegate your parental responsibility to someone else and expect it to go well. Okay? You've got to understand that your conscience is the most sacred of property. You got that? You cannot let conscience be violated. You cannot advocate your parental responsibility and have it go well, James. If we're going to build a parallel society, it starts with getting your kids out of the government school. That's absolutely right, Sam, and a lot of the people engaging in these parallel societies, and there's nothing weird or sketchy or anti-government about this. I mean, who wouldn't want to share community with like-minded people? Uh, and so that's what these people are doing. And they're not all living on the same property, of course, but they live in the same area, close enough to where they can drive and help one another and get together for fellowship at, you know, at, at church or, or, or wherever. And, you know, of course, there are Christian schools. If you can afford to send them, the joke when I went to a Christian school back in the 80s and 90s was that all of the parents were excited when the kids got out of uh, the Christian school, the private school, because it was much cheaper to pay for their college tuition. So even if you're not priced out of Christian schools today, uh, private schools, a lot of them have fallen far, far, far from what they were. And, of course, they're getting the same books. They have to be accredited, right? Uh, and so the books that they're getting are from a lot of the same sources uh, that the government schools are getting. And, of course, a lot of the denominational head tables of a lot of these churches now or accommodating a lot of this perversion as well. As my pastor always used to say, not every building with a steeple is a church. But so, yes, homeschooling has really just skyrocketed in the last couple of years, not just because of all of the uh, sickness and filth and degeneracy that has uh, long taken over the government schools, but also because of COVID and everything else. Uh, the way that the school systems, uh, the government schools responded and forced these kids to wear these disgusting masks and all of that. I mean, homeschooling has really taken off, and that's a good thing. I mean, believe me, if you're not going to raise your kids, the the system will, and you're not going to like the way that they turn out, I promise you. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. We have got to jettison government school. There is no other way. There is no hope for government education. These school choice options are a trap. Okay? Saving our children from government schools is perhaps the most important act of patriotism Americans can take, James. It's one thing. You know, we look at all of these things on a grand scale. How do we break free from America? How do we elect the right person? How do we do all of these things that one man in and of himself cannot possibly do? Collectively, yes. And with God's help, yes. But what is one thing that everybody can do right now to safeguard their families? Pull your children out of these communist indoctrination camps these anti-christ government schools you can't afford it i i can't afford it either i i have three kids that we homeschool my wife quit her job years ago so we're a single income family and believe me i mean we could have had a lot more money and a lot more comfort if uh, we had gone the traditional route center in public schools both parents work you, you see your kids on the weekend you get summer with them and then uh, they're given over to moloch for you know the other nine months of the year uh, so we made that sacrifice. I, I, I don't know everybody's situation. I know that some people don't have homes with, with uh, a, a mother and a father well, I'm there. I'm going to give you this that, example. 
when I, but I think everybody can do it my if, they, if they have to. Yeah, go ahead. When I didn't have a place to put my children, we homeschooled our kids. We both worked from home and homeschooled our children. Once we got uh, enough money and, and support from others where we could put our kids in a private school, we did so. But ladies and gentlemen, you've got to make the sacrifices necessary. If society falls apart, you won't have government school anyway if your governments fall apart. Okay, you're going to have to find a way forward to live outside of the systems that have become literally satanic rule. Okay, that's the problem. And, you know, some would say, Sam, you're not a secessionist. I agree. I want to hold America together based on the principles of morality and integrity. The only question left is, will they let us? And I don't believe the criminals. I don't believe the tyrannical thugs. I don't believe the enemies of God will let us keep the country together. I wish it were so, but there's not enough of us. Okay, most people won't stand up. They want to sit on the sidelines or throw in with the fruits of evil. Can't do it, won't do it. Okay, so you're going to have to make bold sacrifices. There is no other way, James. Well, that's absolutely right, and I think everybody can do it. You might not have the, the summer home and the boat and all of that, but I think you can make it. And my God, I mean, what is more valuable than the treasure that God has given you, your children? And uh, I know that not everybody is, you know, we've got empty nesters. We've got people who have not yet married. I, I get that. But everybody, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing about a community, right? I mean, everybody can play a role in the betterment of a community. Your grandparent, you know, help out. Uh, help out so uh, the mom can stay home. Help out. Do what you can financially or with babysitting and, and things like that uh, so they can catch a break. Uh, if, you're, if you're up and coming, you haven't yet settled down and married, you know, be thinking about how you can make this your reality when you do start a family. It's, it's the one thing everybody can do that's going to safeguard their genetic line and, and keep a family Christ-centered, uh, and you know, hopefully our, our future progeny will be blessed and be able to have a similar future to the ones that our parents and grandparents gave us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, I don't mean to be negative for the country. I believe we are the greatest country on the face of the earth. But unless enough Christians stand together and put America back as a light on a hill, we're in trouble. The only way to do that is to the group, through the two great supports, religion and morality, that George Washington spoke of. Those are the only ways forward, folks. And even with that, I don't know if we can save the mass number of wicked. We can only save ourselves, our families, our community, our loved ones, and those in close proximity to us. We get too bold and start to win, and they'll just simply create an EMP and shut down all the modern technology. They'll go to that level. Mark my words. We've got to stand together, and we've got to turn to God Almighty. James Edwards, thank you. Hey, thank you, Sam. Love you. God bless you. The Honorable Cause of Free South, available now Amazon.com. <laughs>